Yeah, let's go for it. Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this afternoon I am joined by Jensen, guitar player of the Swedish band The Witchery. It's awesome to be chatting to you this evening. Nightshade is absolutely captivating and intense. How pleased are you so far with the feedback? Uh, very much so. Um, it is our first attempt at writing a concept album. So I am, um, I mean, uh, uh, people in the music uh, uh, business, like journalists and so on, they have heard the album and uh, they like it. But I also am curious to what our fans will say once they get to hear the entire album and not only the, the two singles that we have out. Absolutely. Like you said, it's a conceptual album um, with the COVID nightmare. Did you sort of think about going down that road? Uh, no. Um, everything that uh, lyrically is connected or even maybe artwork connected with a pandemic, uh, you know, like using those uh, uh, bird beak uh, suits from the medieval days that doctors mm -hmm. wore, anything like that, I think will seem extremely dated. It, it would be like singing about the Y2K problem today. <laughs> It would, you know, that was the big thing back in uh, 98, 99. Yeah, man. Uh, and a, a lot of bands, they did uh, big bands. They made songs about this. And then, you know, singing about that today would be like, uh, you know. So we stayed away, away from everything uh, that uh, had any connection to the pandemic and wrote about things closer to heart, like uh, witchcraft and uh, um, what's it called? Uh, a cult religious uh abuse maybe yeah man yeah it's the best road no that's not i see that's wrong <laughs> it's the best road to go down as in about witchcraft and occultism and satanism and all that yeah man absolutely um i absolutely love the animated video for pope crusher so are you thinking about having a full am animated film for the whole album that would be cool don't you think oh wow that's a good idea yeah, man. Um, I'll have to take that with me, and uh, <laughs> you might see the results of this later on. But uh, that is a very good idea. Cool. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not anything that we've uh, thought about up until this very moment. So uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Uh, I think you should, man. That'd be down the road. <laughs> that'd be really interesting, you know. Yeah. Um, so your album covers up. Oh, it's awesome. Do you have the artwork from your album's previous releases framed around your home? Uh, you know, I should, should. actually. Uh, yeah. I, I also, I mean, I don't want to uh, toot my own horn too much, but I think that Witchery has a lot of great artwork. And um, I can explain the artwork or the thought behind the, the artwork for uh, uh, Nightside if you want. Please do. Yeah, so the uh, the concept, uh, uh, the story uh, of the album is that, uh, you know, good versus evil. And then uh, we didn't want to have a Hollywood ending. So uh, uh, without uh, giving away too much, evil uh, is victorious at the end. And uh, it is uh, uh, victorious um, so much that you can't escape it anyway, anywhere. So, like, for example, when you, um, you know, like on a nice sunny day that you have in the UK right now, if you look, uh, which, which you shouldn't do, but if you happen to look into the sun and then you look down and you blink, mm -hmm. you will see like, uh, you know, the color of the sun or something that's been shiny. It's kind of uh, 
uh, what, what's the word? It's kind of stuck on your uh, on your retinas. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you have this kind of greenish hue kind of thing, so you can kind of see it, but you 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 can't. I mean, your eyes are closed. So the idea here was that this is a, you know, the evil cathedral, uh, you know, the, the um, uh, of this uh, evil entity that has that is victorious in the end, and it's so evil that uh, you can't even escape it by closing your eyes. It's still burnt into your retinas. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that, that, that's why it's gray and it's kind of orange, it, it, you know, the kind of hue or, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the kind of brightness that it would have. So that's why the colors are orange and and gray. Yes, amazing. So with the artwork, um, was that commissioned by someone or did someone in the band actually come up with it? With the, with the it it's uh, the artwork for the latest albums is since maybe uh, yeah 20 more than 20 years now it's a, a childhood friend of mine andreas petterson who's who's done him and him and i were good old friends good buddies uh we brainstorm together and then he does the the uh the the hard work of putting it together mm -hmm. uh, but we always have a good time when we brainstorm things and uh yeah so it, it's kind of kept in the family he's he's from the same city as we are here lin chopping uh yeah and that's he's the the, the person that we're going to be using in the future too real so release date is literally a few days away are you sort of getting a little bit anxious and nervous i mean it's been a while since the last album yeah uh because it is a uh concept album and i I had to write it in a different um, um, in a different way or fashion than I usually write um, albums because like normally you would write maybe 12 songs and then you record them and then uh, you know whatever riffs come up they turn into songs you record them uh, okay so after everything is recorded uh, you go this one turned out best that needs to be the first song this is number two this is number three and these two songs they they are bonus tracks for something but doing a concept album you um you know you you have set the order of the songs mm -hmm. they, they need to turn out good and yeah. uh, they you know they need to also follow the the, the story. So if there's action filled uh, something in the story, it needs to be a faster song probably. And if it's more, you know, giving uh, details or you know fleshing out the story, it might be a heavier track. So uh, that was that also took time uh, and was harder to do than just writing whatever song pops into your head. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so. Yeah. That, that's what makes this even more nervous that uh, you need to how will the average witchery fan react to this will they think that it's different or will it sound uh, you know uh, forced or contrived or uh, yeah I'm sure yeah. it won't mate honestly well I've been listening to the album a lot and it's brilliant I love it I'd always give time to review to be honest with you I'm gonna try and get it reviewed before release date if I can um it yeah. is brilliant um Obviously, with the resurgence of vinyl, you will be releasing the album on vinyl, I presume, yeah? Yes, yes. Because that's the sort of, that's where it needs to be, doesn't it, really? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm 
I'm that of that age that yeah. uh, I grew up buying vinyl and I looked, uh, you know, you had your uh, magnifying glass and you were looking through yeah. the covers and the thank you lists and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's a big part of buying. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. I have this conversation a lot with musicians, actually. Um, I sort of like through the years, I was just like, I didn't treat my vinyl well as I got older and that. And like, I've lost a lot of vinyl. And then suddenly like now I'm getting older. I'm mm. like, I want, I want this vinyl. Why haven't I got this album anymore? It's like, heaven and hell, why have I not got that album anymore? So it's cost me like nearly 50 quid to get it. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. But you can understand yeah, yeah. why, but it's just so annoying. I'm annoyed with myself about it, you know, that I didn't look after my vinyl better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so great to see it back, and I would definitely be getting the album in vinyl form when it does come out. Absolutely. Yeah. I have all, all the old uh, heavy metal albums. I bought them on the release date and, you know, Master Puppets and all those Slayer albums, every, all the th German thrash. Uh, I have everything on vinyl. And I also, at the same time, I mean, I, I, I must have been a pretty nerdy 14-year-old kid. I also bought those uh, plastic pockets that you can yeah. put the vinyls in to yeah. keep them fresh and nice so i did i have a thousand vinyls they're all in plastic pockets you still got them in good oh, i hate you yeah <laughs> so i took good care of them i didn't you see and i should, i used to though when i was 14 15 i was very nerdy as well and yeah. then i think i don't know what happened to me like 17 18 i was like oh whatever and yeah, yeah not good i hate you <laughs> That's <laughs> lush to know that you can with your records mate um okay then so how would you compare the new album Nightside to your first ever album back in when was it night was it 1997 uh, 98 maybe 98, 98 sorry yeah, yeah. Um, that album was recorded that we've always been a rehearsing band like we like we like each other we like to get together um and uh, i mean we get together we have a few laughs we might play a, a saxon cover or a priest cover or something and then if we write a new song then that's fine if we don't then we've had a good time and then we might write something that you know the next time we we get together um which we've always done uh but now it, a pandemic uh we weren't supposed to travel we live in different different cities now uh so we couldn't rehearse uh the first album was I think written uh in two weeks we just lived in you know when you were younger you didn't have any responsibilities mm -hmm. you just lived at the rehearsal place and you know that's what came out uh that first album whereas this one like i told you is written in the computer and not in a rehearsal situation mm -hmm. but i still feel that it shares the same dna kind of um still the you know same uh, musical um, influences same <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's good or bad but we still sing about the same topics uh, <laughs> but yeah i i still feel that it's a hundred percent a witchery album the new one brilliant okay yeah well, i know that myself but yeah brilliant um okay so can you tell us about festival and tour plans for the year have you got anything lined up we played Hellfest a few weeks ago, uh, but uh -huh. this um, this summer has been or is very hard for uh, every band because because of the pandemic they've just moved the the booking since two years back they've just moved them from to next year uh -huh. and and because of the restrictions were lifted earlier this year 
uh, all the bigger bands have released uh, albums. They've just been waiting, you know, finger on the trigger. Yeah. Uh, so whatever spots that were available uh, for uh, this year's festivals, they were immediately, you know, uh the bigger bands got them so this summer has been really hard and mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're uh, aiming for next year's festivals uh, you know because of the the very uh, uh unusual situation yeah everyone's trying to get out aren't they so it's a bit crazy at the moment. yeah everyone and th then there's the bands that uh oh we were booked for this festival in 2020 and we had a new album then now it's uh, three years old but uh, we're still headlining the festival yeah i know it's crazy days man absolutely all right next question then just how far would you sell your soul in the name of heavy metal uh i think i have sold it pretty far uh, <laughs> a lot of people they cherish um, solid jobs and uh you know steady paychecks and uh and things uh i i i have that now but uh I mean, I won't be getting a, a big uh, retirement pension. I, there's not. I've been a musician for too long, <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of private stuff. I mean, being on tour, I've been on tour a lot. Yeah, uh, throughout the years, and you miss a lot of uh, birthdays and uh, uh, close friends' weddings and and things. So, uh, you know, there is a lot of sacrifice. But then again, you you have chosen to live a life that uh, not many people uh ever get close to so you've been to places you've been you've ex experienced things that uh not many people get to uh to experience so uh, i i wouldn't do it any different if i yeah. had to do it all over yeah absolutely mate can you complete a sentence for me then everyone needs witchery in their lives because they are better off with it than without it <laughs> <laughs> okay so what song from any band sums up how you are feeling today uh screaming for vengeance maybe oh cool just okay. because it's been a pandemic and now there's a new album and we're you Ready. know we're back in a, you know fucking all guns blazing and uh, let's go through. all right next if you could change the world with two wishes what would you choose uh being serious here for a while uh, i would probably uh take away uh climate change mm -hmm. uh i think that that would benefit everyone and uh, why not uh to be even or more serious just take away war why not absolutely right yeah. so it's just a quick fire round now then i'll let you go so the first one is festival or small intimate gig uh that is a very tough question because small intimate gig that means that you, you get a lot of contact with the audience and everything is great festival you reach more people and usually they've seen so many bands and they've been in the sun all day so they're not that active however they might still be loving the music but with the festival you get to see so many bands you've toured with backstage so it's kind of a you know a school reunion party <laughs> every festival you do like oh i haven't seen you since you know oh five or something <laughs> uh, so that's annoying really that is for an interview <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay i'll say uh, festival just because there's uh, 
there's good experience both on stage and off stage. I was interviewed by Carmen Rowe in Fengarola in Spain, and it was like it was always one of my idols. And yeah. the dark is the the the, the 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 little cabin next door was the darkness, and they were just like chattering away. I was like, shut up! I want to do this interview. And Rainbow were on stage as well. I was yeah. like, oh, God, I was gutted. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> right, next one. Um, meatballs or beer? Uh, meatballs. Are you a saint or a sinner? Uh, pro depending on who you ask, a lot of people would say I'm a saint, but uh, maybe in my uh, in religious people's eyes, I'm probably a sinner. <laughs> Denim or leather? Denim. And the final one is a very important one for a Swedish person: Abba or a hammerfall? Oh, Abba, Abba. <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> every time yeah. okay thank you so much for your time this today do you have any final words for your fans our viewers and listeners um that it, it's way overdue with a uh, uk show or a string of uk shows hopefully um we get to do uh, some festivals maybe we get to do bloodstock next year or something um but we really need to come to the uk um, yeah. I, I, I've done so many interviews now, so you I, you have to excuse me. But uh, I think it was the the, the person uh, right before you. I told uh, this little anecdote. We played um, London, the uh, LA two, the Astoria. I think it's called, or it yeah. was called. I don't think it's around anymore. Probably called like I don't know, whatever. Yeah, McCarran. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we it was on tour with um, uh, Creator and Moonspell, and we were third band on the bill. And we had some head up information that uh, there's going to be a lot of people there wanting to buy uh, merchandise. So we told the merch lady to bring a little extra witchery stuff because we we couldn't bring everything for some reason. I don't know. Oh, the bus had to go. Probably it couldn't be parked outside. So she needed to know what, what boxes she should bring in. Anyway, uh, during that show, the crowd was insane. It was great for us. And um, after the show, uh, turns out that we sold, Witchery sold more merch uh, than uh, Creator and Moonspell combined. Wow. <laughs> so the uh, UK has a soft spot for Witchery and we need to go back. I mean, this is crazy long time ago. This was year 2000. I mean, that's <laughs> 22 years ago. But uh, Dude, that's a long yeah, time. <laughs> we need to come back. It's been way too long. Well, I didn't ask you that question because I guess that you've been asked that already. So I can imagine how it could be like, oh, not this question again. But yeah, man, that's that's amazing, isn't it? Did you get kicked yeah. off the tour after that? <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, we need to. We need to. People listening now, get us, uh, get us to the UK please absolutely man well it's been a pleasure talking to you and hopefully we will catch you here if not i'll catch you in belgium or something like that but have a good rest of the evening and thank you so much for your time yeah thank you and right. uh